Hi, it's Alex. Listen, yes, I'm reading an ad on my own show, but let me just ask you, do you read comic books? Do you want to read comic books, but you don't know where to start? Do you just want to hear as many hours of me and my friends talking about stuff we care about as possible? Well, check out the new 52 and You, my new comic book podcast where me and six rotating pals read through every single trade paperback in DC Comics' new 52 era in order until we're done. All experience levels welcome, featuring Brett Bayonne, Michael Davis, Dodger, Maggie Herskowitz, David Miller, Eric Zipper, and more. Check out the new 52 and You. There's over 10 episodes available now on Apple, Google, and Spotify, and tell your friends about it. Thank you. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Illuminati podcast, episode 86, I think. Mm, I doesn't, think matter. doesn't matter anymore. Should you know this? Should you know right. this? I'll know when we're at 100. That's what I'll know. No, you and won't. I promise. You can say, well. <laughs> no, what? That's not how any of this works. This is will. I'm going to surprise I'll you. Check. I'm going to surprise you with episode 100. <laughs> oh, you're, are you already claiming? Are you like, I'm are you claiming you like... I'm not peeing on episode 100 to claim it as I'm your own. I'm not peeing on anything, okay? I'm just, just peeing. You know where I'm sure. peeing? Right in the toilet, where it goes, where it belongs. That's what I prefer. All right. uh, and you well, know where you belong at home? On patreon.com slash oh, no. Because that. I didn't even get to say who we were. No if introduction. there's any place you should pee, it's on patreon.com. If, you, if, if, you're, if, you're if you're checking on this podcast for the very first time and you were like, I'm going to go to episode 86. What are you doing? This is the Chiluminati podcast. Come on. We all know what's going on. And if you pay $15, you can get mini-sodes right now, right after this. You can, first of all, this is going to be the greatest episode you've ever heard. Second of all, <laughs> when you get to the end of it, you're going to want to hear more. And let me tell you, I'm going to tease it right now at the beginning of the episode. An ongoing mystery that has been unfolding in the mini-sodes is being put to bed today. I don't know what that means. What does that mean? <laughs> I'm not going to tell you. It's a tease. What does it's that a tease. mean? It's a tease. You're you're representing the voice of the people, and I'm the enlightened genius on the top of the mountain who knows the information already. So just get ready. Head to Chiluminati. Uh, what is it? Patreon.com. Patreon.com. Wow. I forgot what I was talking about. Already I'm just so excited. I'm just a well. big fan of the show. You know what I mean? I'm a friend of the pod. <laughs> it's a Patreon.com slash Illuminati pod. We're almost at 8K over there. Push us over the edge. We don't, are uh, don't barreling miss towards. Mel's art. Don't miss fucking incredible ad-free episodes with a much better flow. You know what I'm saying? Don't miss it. You're never going to get taken out of it. It's 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 money in the bank. Come on. Okay. Arbit. It's true. Yeah. I'm ready. Now, before we dive into the the, the today's uh, part two, now that we're going to pull away from Patreon, I just want you all to know I came prepared, gentlemen. Oh. I've got mangoes Ooh. and juice. <laughs> I've got <laughs> a little fruit cup. I've got a, some peanut butter oh what is hap- what is happening right now wheat thins that's a what? big bowl of gin and a I- bottle of water so i'm ready to learn about railings this is my snack while i get educated he's excited he's settled in he's getting new he's getting nutrients those aren't unhealthy snacks i gotta commend no, they you. are not they are not unhealthy snacks i refuse to eat unhealthy snacks I while i get gif- educated about a sex cult that i may or may not go sign up for after this episode you okay you okay won't. I, 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 <laughs> wait, what? I don't know I'm, I, uh, I'm, mm, okay, don't, don't worry. <laughs> it'll, it'll be all right. <laughs> all right, Alex, take us away. This is all you, buddy. Okay. The reins are your own. All right. All right. Here we go. So, as you will recall, 
what seems like one million years ago now, uh, somehow. Uh, it's like a bunch of shit happened that blew everyone's minds every single day for two weeks. But we talked about a series of strange and seemingly random things. And and just in case you didn't commit every single insane thing I said uh, to memory for some reason, I'm going to recap it here for you real quick just to get you guys up to speed. OK, first, the wispy white strands that some call angel hair and which Mathis calls alien jizz and which others like George Lucas also call jizz. Uh, the tiny. No, that's, creatures. That, that's music. Right. That's what I would call this is a beautiful <laughs> type of music, a physical music uh, and the tiny uh, unexplained creatures inside it. Uh, red and yellow with 10 movable tentacles around a central hub, which were discovered when a college headmaster uh, in Portugal tossed some of this stuff into a Petri dish and had it looked at under a microscope by various academically accredited experts in the 50s, 60s, and 70s, and later, uh, and then we're uh, corroborated by similar events all over Europe, a uh, very popular one in France uh, also, uh, and they were all witnessed not just by one or two people, but like towns, soldiers, uh, 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 you know, like pilots, official sources, weather services. These things happened regardless of what they actually were, right? Uh, and somewhat connected to that, but also spanning back hundreds of years, uh, we have accounts of these bizarre occurrences, right? Uh, which don't just happen at night. They also happen in the middle of the day in broad daylight, where hundreds or even thousands of people at a time have reported insane lights and shapes in the air, in the sky, sometimes also seeing large fleets of like 15 to 100, quote unquote, celestial objects which are also often reported as red and yellow, just like the aliens in the or the you know what I'm going to call them jellyfish like unexplainable creatures uh, inside the alien jizz um, among the other more expected colors that you would expect. And sometimes at the end of those things, angel hair even fell then. Right. Uh, and okay. people yeah. uh, of antiquity wrote about them in awe and sort of connected them with Christianity uh, like they did with a lot of stuff at the time. Uh, but that became a little bit more plausible uh, about a hundred years ago, uh, a little over a hundred years ago now, again in Portugal, uh, when looking into other instances of angel hair falling in the wake of unexplainable events, I suddenly have a flash from Sunday morning catechism. Uh, Boston boy Mathis probably knows what I'm talking about. Hell yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of Catholics in Boston. Uh, they're, 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 they rule the city. Yeah. Yeah. And my heart. Shout out to the Catholics. Uh, what? I was raised what? Catholic. What? <laughs> I went to Catholic school. I was raised Catholic. Shout outs, shout outs to the body and the blood. Uh, and I realized Ooh. that there is this officially recognized Catholic miracle, the miracle of Fatima, uh, the miracle of the sun is another thing people call it, where the Virgin Mary comes down, talks to these three kids, uh, tells them weird secrets about the future, three secrets to be exact, correctly predicts that two of the kids are going to die like within a year from the Spanish flu epidemic. Uh, which is crazy. Uh, may I, may I interrupt? Yeah. So I, cause we're not really going to focus on this much longer, but because of uh, all the stuff that we got covered, we got a bunch of emails. Okay. And um, one that we got pointed out is it was a very important at that time, apparently where, when Fatima was happening, religion and the government were incredibly closely tied together. Yes. And it's very likely that the government forced the kids to say that there were secrets and whatnot from this other, from, from the, Holy Mother, so that they could use it to assert themselves even further in the government or what have you. Got a lot of emails about it. I'm definitely butchering it and giving you the quick and dirty of it, but 
Thank you for those emails and for clarification. I asked for them. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I, 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 this is not about me trying to tell you what happened right. for sure. Right. This is me reading things on the internet and reporting back what I have found. Right. So I, I, I encourage people to tell me that I'm, mm-hmm. you know, that there's other sides to the story. And of course there is, of course, this is a, this is a miracle that the church said happened that was witnessed by tens of thousands of people. Right. You know what I mean? Uh, and it also, but it also just happens to be like the granddaddy of all angel hair stories, because on that day, October 13th, 1917, when the Virgin Mary said there would be a miracle, literally, like I said, like a football stadium full of people were there, not just believers, not just, not just Catholics, but also like newspapers, looky-loos, your average looky-loo, curious, rubbernecker people. And after they saw this insane crap in the sky, like the sun moving around, a laser light show from heaven, whatever the hell it was, it was Dude, heaven. Heaven was just a rave. I Honestly, like all the, the, that's, the 24-7. That's the dream, right? Uh, what? No, that sounds God, no. t- 24 7 rave yeah that day like three, i'd be like look jesus <laughs> come three. on bro but what if you never got tired and you you were just in the cut the whole time <laughs> I just have this picture of jesse that would like, be exhausted on his face jesse's yes. eyes sunk into the back of his head his beard's a mess and then I'd jesus just like, is just, he's begging three, jesus jesus <laughs> and jesus day is there whirling like spinny like glow sticks he's got like glow jesus, sticks hanging yeah, from his yeah, neck jesus has like Jesus is like, and he's like, what, what now? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm just like, bro, it's been three days. <laughs> I'm just saying, myself, Einstein, Lincoln, we want out. We want, we like a nice cottage to go fishing. Uh, like, and ray in, fishing, like, man? No ray fishing, Jesus. I think just, you're just missed. Just I think you're just. <laughs> I just think you're underestimating. St. Peter walks in and snorts coke off of his open wound on his palm. That's Imagine. What I see. <laughs> Well, ladies and gentlemen, good night, everybody. Good night. Really, you know what? You're the good Catholics. What the, hell, what the hell do I, I care? You're the Catholics. I'm not. Yeah, a, I mean, I look, was the one that was raised. I have. Catholic. I have. I have what do an I affinity care? for Catholics. I feel like me saying I'm Catholic is like I don't. I don't think they want anything to do oh, with no. me at this point, dude. At a rave, you could drink Jesus' blood directly from the source. You don't I need don't, the water. And that that was, I don't yeah. think that would happen. And you can listen to "Get Lucky" by Daft Punk at the same time, and it's. <laughs> It's cool because he's into it. Uh, anyway, <laughs> anyway, anyway, after that happened, all the stuff that we just said, after the, all the stuff that we just just talked about happened, uh, angel hair fell from the sky and people tested it again. And they said it was like flaky, uh, which is like a more common description of modern years of this stuff. Uh, but finally, uh, just before we wrapped up last time, we started to answer the question that you guys were both starting to ask at this point which is why did it stop happening in the 70s, right? And while, yes, it's true that there's only been like three high-profile angel angel hair sightings since then, and one of them was like in Australia, and it just like full-on was those spiders that we were talking about that like balloon their webs. And is it possible that a lot of the events are happening maybe overseas and we're just not seeing them because there's a lot of ocean? There's really not been a huge amount of those reports in the United States at all. You know what I mean? Uh, Maybe it's a new world, old world (laughs) thing. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Maybe there's a different alien that has claimed has peed on our country and won't let anybody else. (laughs) In. I don't know not where I was going, but all right, then I mean, yeah, you know, look, I'm just bringing it, could, it, it could have happened. I'm just bringing it up the world. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. 
Then we should call this the McWorld podcast. I think people would be less angry at us. Uh, anyway, <laughs> anyway, uh, there is still one group that claims to see them all the time at their spiritual retreats and stuff. And those are the followers of a new age UFO religion known as Raelians, who exist in surprisingly large numbers all over the world and who are led by a man who says he based everything, uh, all his teachings and scripture and whatnot off of an alien encounter he had in the mountains of France in 1973, where it was revealed to him that humans were actually a thousands year long experiment and that it was finally time to meet the hyper evolved alien human scientists that are running it. Okay. Uh, And so before we get more into the absolutely fascinating story of realism here, which believe me, I hope you listened to Jesse's advice last week and did not look anything up because it goes places you probably won't be expecting. <laughs> I don't even know if it's going where Jesse's expecting. Like, I'm pretty I mean, sure I'm I know Raelians. I know Raelians. I, I, I think you I think you think you do. But I don't know if when we're at the end of this, you're not going to have heard something that you haven't heard before, because let me tell you, it gets wacky doo doo. Uh, <laughs> but I wanted to ask you guys before we start, like, what do you think this is? What is going on with the angel hair? Why is there so much evidence of the angel hair? Why? What is the connection between the Bible <laughs> and aliens? That's a different question. Wait, <laughs> I can't what? answer. Those Wait, are not what? the same. It's all. What is, it's I, all is this an ancient aliens thing where you're like aliens? No one can see me doing it, but I'm doing the aliens. <laughs> yes. Well, I mean, if you're asking about the connection between the Bible and, and UFOs, it does go into ancient alien territory. The However, in the skunk, like that whole thing. <laughs> yeah. so, isn't the alien, <laughs> isn't the uh, like isn't there is also the possibility that they're the um, what do you call it? The, the angel hair. Is also a byproduct of like some microorganism that lives in that. Didn't we talk about that last week? Too? Um, I mean, it's possible, kind of. right? But it's also not like something there's a huge precedent for, right? Sure, it's, sure. it's hypothetically totally possible that there's like sky jellyfish that like breed by like jizzing down over Europe. Like it's totally possible. But like the fact that it often happens right in the aftermath of like dead ass, like aliens in the sky viewed by hundreds of people like what do we honestly think is do you think that the yeah, thing that they're you know, seeing is a, an organism i i mean it's okay you want me to here we go here goes you you're you're asking me to do this i'm doing Not like it. this you do like you asking me to do it listen there is it's very possible if we want to think that it's aliens right or either interdimensional travelers it's possible that their ships are a mix of some sort of hybrid of, of a live okay. organism and okay. also Eugene it's like a bionic Got merge it. of technology and, and life or flesh in yeah, that way deep, or deep star wars cuts okay. invisible to the force and yet yeah. more powerful than oh, the jedi you, you're t- i'm not talking about oh god <laughs> it begins with the v i know the that, that's the Yuzhan vong yeah i got yeah, it you know, vong, vong. Vong, <laughs> you know shout out to everybody who's got the new jedi order on their shelf <laughs> <laughs> oh man um th- but that also could be like if the ships are tram if they're interdimensional not necessarily interplanetary or interstellar it's maybe some residue of them shifting into our reality coming into our dimension or leaving our dimension and it's just what is left over from that shift I don't know, man. This why, could go any kind of why, way. Okay, but when there's such a clear religious element to it, like with uh, with things like they're like there were crosses in the air. They're saying, "Oh, the Lady of Fatima was here," and also there was angel hair. Like, do you think that maybe there's some religious connection? Like, maybe in some way there's aliens that are in some way pretending to be 
You so what, uh, so what are you trying to say here? That that I, I'm confused. What do you Jesus mean? Jesus might be a Nordic. I mean, it's possible. Jesus might be a, Jesus just, from the Middle East might be a Nordic. Get the fuck out. <laughs> I'm just Middle trying to, Eastern <laughs> tan as shit. Jesus. They should call him was a Nordic. Get the fuck out. Dude, we just lost the entire South. Tall olives. Tall olives. Tall beautiful. Olive skin, dark haired, Nordic unblemished olives. No. No. False. I mean, yeah, I don't know, man. He might be a Nordic. Out of all the aliens and your fucked up, like, panopticon of aliens, the only ones that look human. The ones that look the Those one the ones you, you didn't even choose, human. like he was a gray and man skin. You didn't even choose that. You were like, no, because he wasn't three foot Nordic. Oh my god! Well look, well look, well look. All I'm saying is defensive one of all. All I'm saying is I'm trying to walk you guys up to the idea that maybe <laughs> there is some connection between people seeing celestial people from our own religions that we have. Having real one-on-one interactions with them uh, to, and you know, this is something that's in, uh, you know, if you don't want to look at Christianity, you can also look at a lot of the Native American tribes uh, and, and, and you can sort of like see how they have all these things that maybe could be their own religion that they are basing on their like long held ancestral beliefs or based on encounters with unknown entities from somewhere else, you know? And I'm I'm just trying to walk you up to that because that's sort of like the crux of the Raelian sort of. The Raelians are saying aliens and God are one and the same. Well, they're they're all the same. I mean, okay, so we covered it a bit last week. I want to get a little deeper into the basic Raelian beliefs right now, just at the top so we can like do it up. So we have the context for what we're about to talk about a little deeper. Right. So as we know, from, from what I said last week, Yahweh is the alien that came down and he told Rael that. 25,000 years ago, uh, just as their forefathers had done in the distant past ad infinitum, which is like a cycle, right? Like this is like they did it to us. We're doing it to you now, right? Uh, The Elohim, which is the race of of alien and human, they are human in biology, but they are not from Earth. They are alien life forms that made us on Earth, right? Right. They found and terraformed the earth so that life could be created here. And they directly use their technology to create all life on the planet. And human beings are like biological robots, like data that have been created. Not like data because data was built. But I mean, like, no, we don't uh, look- the best way to describe this is <clears throat> Battlestar Galactica. Yes, exactly. It's, exa- Never seen it's it. exactly the, plot new, of the newest model, the newest yes. model. Yes. Uh, of Cylon ish ish person. Uh, and actually in the, I don't want to spoil Battlestar Galactica, but like it's, it's, it's close. Uh, but created programmed by and modeled after the Elohim themselves in their, in their image, if you will, which is reflected in Genesis one twenty six from the Bible, which Mathis as a, as a, um, as no, a Austin boy, I just want to have you read this really quick. Oh, that's fine. I'll read it. I'm not going to ask you. you uh, Mathis was like, I don't know what that is. Just because I was Catholic 10 years ago doesn't mean I know the Bible by heart, bro. (laughs) I got confirmed and that was mostly for all the money I got. I got the Star Wars Guide to Vehicle and Vessels for my communion. So (laughs) sick. 
I still then have God that book. said, let us make human being in our image after our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, the birds of the air, the tame animals, all the wild animals, and all the creatures that crawl on the earth. Yeah. So that's, that's the Bible's version of that according to this mythos, right? <clears throat> and according to Rail, uh, who is the guy, Claude Forlon, who I don't know how to pronounce it perfectly in French, but that's his name. He changed his name to Rail after this happened. Yahweh is the Elohim scientist who created humanity. And the first two humans he created were called Adam and Eve. And just and 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 uh, just like, you know, any other, uh, you know, planetary society, there's actually seven races of Elohim. Right. Uh, And Yahweh apparently created four human races originally. Uh, and I was like, oh, this is going to become like racist, right? I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> uh, but actually what happened was the purple, blue, and green humans all died. So all the humans on the earth now are one type, uh, which, you know, is cool. Uh, but, <laughs> you know, it's interesting that he mentions green humans because let me tell you. We did have a green human. In the year 1100, two green humans definitely crawled out of a hole and loved them some beans. Let me tell you. <laughs> Uh, and that's not the only reinterpretation of other religions and various uh, important figures in those religions and events of those religions uh, that that come into Raelianism. Because a huge part of their whole concept is that many of the religious documents on the earth are simply I, – I, I don't want to say misunderstood, misinterpreted records of Elohim or, you know – Things that they allowed us to believe rather than the full truth, uh, especially when it comes to Christianity specifically, right? Like, for example, Adam and Eve being expelled from the Garden of Eden, right, is really a sort of like comprehensible to somebody 2000 years ago version of humanity transitioning from our laboratory habitat to the true natural environment's of the new planetary Assassin's habitat, Creed? basically then, the plot of Assassin's why Creed. Would they, but then why would they say expelled rather than they departed? Uh, because it's a morality tale, uh, right? Be- and 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 the reason that it's a morality tale is to keep us in line because it's also believed that Satan is actually the head of a group of Elohim that opposed the idea of experimenting on humans, kind of like if there was a Jorel. Uh, okay. From Superman, I, can I join him? I don't know. I mean, look, you've already I, tried a couple he, times. He's opposed to the, to the idea of experimenting on us. I'm into it. Acor- well, I'm signing up. According to your own recorded history on this podcast, you've already tried to work with that guy a couple yeah, times. Have, it was I a have. hard no. It was a hard no from space. Ah, Daddy. Right. I'm so sorry. And in, and along <sighs> those lines, uh, Noah's flood was meant to be an attack, like a like a not like a terrorist attack. Like, I guess a terrorist attack for the Elohim against us by his anti-human forces who were trying to just wipe out the whole planet. But then the Elohim saved us on a giant ship. The, the more I just want to, you know what? I just want to put this out. The more you, you say stuff, the more I'm like, this is the craziest thing I've ever heard. I, that's exactly <laughs> what I promised. Right. Uh, it's also key. It's also key to their, it's also key to their beliefs that characters like Jesus, Buddha, Muhammad, Joseph Smith, all the like 
main dudes of religions. Right, no, you lost me. Uh, first uh, three, I'm like, all right, yeah, I can see where this is going. This is sort of like Baha'i, where it's like, you know what? All the religions are kind of right. This is kind of like that. But then you were like, Joseph Smith. I'm like, no. Well, I love you, Mormons. You're good people, but nah, I'm not. You can't do big three and then just be like, and yeah. Joseph Smith. I'm out. I can't do it. I'm a super with Well, <laughs> Joseph Smith has a very, but but the Mormon, the Mormon uh, sort of additions to Christianity are very like, Celeste, like spacey yeah. yeah it's like if yeah. if if christianity is like the avengers like mormons are like guardians of the galaxy you know what i mean like it's that is the hmm. best descriptor i've ever heard superman batman and wonder heard. woman right and then green lanterns over here right but it's not just but it's oh not my god you're not even wrong. Yeah, because like Green Lantern superpower is a wild imagination. That's right. That's right. Uh, and he and and the Green Lantern uses plates. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, but it's, <laughs> it's not just those four. Plates. It's not just those four. It's also it's that they are four in a line of 39 various prophets over time from various Lord. religions that have been sent along to reveal what parts of the Elohim message they could comprehend at the time. And that rail is the anointed like special 40th prophet, right? Uh, they also, they also specifically list Jesus, Jesus, they, they, they specifically list Jesus and rail as half brothers because they are actually <laughs> so both good. Yahweh's half human, half Elohim biological sons. Well, yeah, and then everyone knows if you're ever going to have. <laughs> I'm just uh, sorry. I'm just thinking about Zeus. I'm thinking about Zeus being like, he gets now around. I'm a, now I'm a dove. And I'm a, now I'm a, I'm a duck, goose. baby. Now I'm, I'm a duck like, who likes to fuck, yo. Now I'm a lightning <laughs> bolt. Yep. Got her. Zeus, <laughs> Zeus likes a little poos in the booze. All right. All right. I got to stop. All right. Uh, Jesus. I'm going to piss off all those ancient Greeks. Uh, no, we got to wait. Is there a third reader? We pissed off the Christian, the Christians by doing Coke out of Jesus's wounds and the no, Mormons off, you did. I'm not calling him and calling him Green Lantern. Trouble. All right. Well, you called okay, the Mormons Green Lantern. Called, That's an insult. Okay. But which one's Batman? Which one's Wonder Woman? And which one's Superman? That's you know, a good question. That's a, that's, a, that's, a, that's, a, that's a thinking man's question. Uh, that's here's the thing. If you went on the internet and you posed, uh, like, all right, big three. Who are Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman? That I think that's how the world ends. I think that's literally. You started World War Three. It's over. I think it if ended that's a when they were like, war, "We all die." I think it ended when somebody went on the internet and was like, "There's pedophiles under that pizza place." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> We'll cover that topic in 20 years. Uh, no, I, well, no, we won't. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, we'll see. Mm-hmm. 40 years. How about we'll, 40 we'll more see. years? We'll see what happens. There might be somebody already working content. on it as we I, speak. If in 20 years from now, I haven't convinced you that 90% of this is bullshit, then I have not. Like, if that's what we're on and that's what I have to do to convince you it's not, stuff's not real, I have failed. Oh, who said I would? Oh, I'm not saying that we, we cover it as real. We just cover it as the one. There, there are legitimate you. mysteries about that that we can get into. Uh, no, what? Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, yes. Like who? Right. Who? Right. Uh, but anyway, anyway, <laughs> I mean, who? Right. Who is it? Who did it? Who is whose fault is that? Nobody who is knows. the troll that that did it. Yeah. yeah who created uh, it? Oh, but, well. but anyway, Jesus's resurrection, according to this same logic where rail is his brother biologically under Yahweh, mm-hmm. uh, is that and this is key that Jesus's resurrection was an example of a dead person being restored to life after physical death 
via advanced cloning techniques. Okay. God, wait, wait. Okay, no, you know what? I'm going to let you continue. This this explains why only Rail can interact directly with the Elohim because he's part Elohim. And why later in life, Rail also decided to publicly identify himself as Maitreya, the future bodhisattva of Mahayana Buddhism, a.k.a. Buddha 2, like the successor to Buddha. Dude, he's going to is he just trying to become all the religions? He literally wrote that he's that guy in a book. Uh, That's amazing. Uh, okay, how did they clone Jesus in the cave? We'll get, we'll, we'll, we'll get there. Uh, for okay. everyone else, though, they can't meet. They can't meet with the Elohim or visit the homeworld uh, like like Rael did. Uh, but the Elohim telepathically monitor every human on Earth in order to decide which ones will be offered eternal life. Uh, and though apparently they sometimes leave behind crop circles or angel hair for their followers to see when they visit, only Rael can physically meet them. Uh, they believe that the earth is in a trial phase right now, like we're in an era of time. This is not a this is actually not an uncommon belief for various religions. They believe that right now we're in a, the middle of like a trial age that's known as the age of revelation or the age of apocalypse, uh, whereby 2035 in 14 years, it will be determined whether or not we're going to either a destroy ourselves for good and eat ourselves alive or rise from the ashes and become like that meme about like what would happen if whoever was left in charge of whatever. And you see the space city with the flying cars and the bulb buildings, you know, the meme I'm talking about. Uh, but but uh, that's the test that we're in right now. It's like, are we going to kill ourselves or are we going to like transcend and like find like found the Federation of planets? You know what I mean? Uh, fully tolerant complete sexual liberation uh, where we can travel the universe, engage in all manner of pleasurable and artistic pursuits while biological robot sex slaves do all the dirty work for us that we are currently busting our ass to do every day right now. Right. Uh, well, damn. It's also important to point out uh, that while I do keep mentioning immortality, eternal life, uh, Raelians do not believe in like souls or life after death or anything like that. They don't, they're like, no, that's bullshit. That's stupid, superstitious stuff. What they believe is that immortality can only be achieved via this advanced cloning technique. Uh, and if you read X-Men right now, uh, the X-Men have access to something very similar uh, on their living mutant paradise island of Krakoa, uh, where your consciousness can be transferred into another version of your body and then you just continue you know what i mean i think there's an element of the uh, teleporter uh like sort of what do you call those like a conundrum you're talking about in star trek yeah where it's yeah, like in if star you, trek the big like if yeah, you get teleported is it and you? then your your cells are split and then you're recombined yeah. is they it really shatter you? you into atoms yeah. yeah bring them up and then reassemble the you based conundrum. on their last based yeah, on their last scan you? or like yeah. the boat the boat yeah uh you know, where it's like you fix eventually you fix every slat of the boat. And now is it the same boat that you had? Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. I forgot the name of that. Yeah. I mean, what that's, the name of that that's is, technically your body, right? Yeah. Right? That, yeah Most a, of yeah. you is new every every how many days? That's how they I'm, that's how they like punish people, too, is like they punish them until the pr the time that it takes for your body to completely regenerate uh, all, all its cells. 
Like when they when they ban someone from something, it lasts until you're a new person, quote unquote. Uh, but oh. it also explains why Raelians like frown on suicide so hard because they believe you're act, you're like ending a potentially endless existence, right? Uh, due to this technology. Uh, however, Rail also talks about cloning criminals that have died in order to put them on trial from beyond the grave and has name checked both Hitler and the 9-11 terrorists as people that if he has his way, he will bring back from the dead and like put on trial for their crimes. That sounds like an awful fucking idea. And and if you're not clear on it yet, uh, I just want to hammer home the fact that Raelians have a pretty interesting set of morals, right? Uh, I guess so. Because yeah. bringing Hitler back sounds like a terrible idea. Him back it's like I know you only to the, put him on trial sure, and punish him, but it's still going to spark things in the general public. Right, <laughs> like I agree. People who worship him. I agree. I don't think it's a great idea, but also I oh don't think God. it's very likely uh, that we're going to. No, s- no, of course not. I'm just saying that man, Raelians. Now yeah. you're dumb on multiple levels. Yeah, but he said that a long time ago too. Uh, but okay, <laughs> maybe he's changed. For example, uh, part of their morals, they're super socially progressive, which is like good. Uh, they believe in a free and liberated society with no bigotry or intolerance. Good. Good. Uh, they believe resources should be shared. They believe democracy will make way eventually for a government based on installing strictly super geniuses into positions of leadership, uh, which is, uh, morally complex and kind of weird to think about. I don't know how I feel about that, but, uh, safe. You know, they're they're very progressive and forward minded and they believe in the potential of humanity, which I think is what do you guys. What country do you want to rule as super geniuses? I don't think I, I make the cut, to be honest. I mean, with that's you. how every, you know, horror slash sci fi game starts where they're like my underwater sea kingdom of geniuses. And then by the end, everyone's dead. Are you talking uh, about Bioshock? <laughs> maybe. maybe. He's a man is an alien not entitled to the sweat of his of his alien brow. <laughs> uh, they, but but more to the point, they believe everything should be allowed as long as it harms no one and does not impede the advancement of science and technology. Kind of dig that, uh, which naturally <laughs> implies a quote worldly and hedonistic set of values, which is a real quote that somebody said about them. And, and while like a lot of cults, there's a lot of free sex, sexual freedom, right? Like a lot of orgy talk goes on around these guys. There's definitely like footage of like two people fucking on stage and everybody's like cheering. Uh, The whole thing doesn't really seem centered around having sex with rail specifically, like you would expect it would. That's uh, usually how cults go. <laughs> yeah, it's usually the leader uh, gets to fuck all everybody. No, he it's wants. actually it's actually weird. There's there's like a group of women. Yes, the angels. Yes, they are. And because of their like open lifestyles, uh, open lifestyles, weird because it sounds like you're just like I'm an open marriage. So I'm saying like they are so willing to accept anyone. Uh, like the the like rails girls or whatever they're called whatever they're called <laughs> they're really are, called like are, rails angels or something like that yeah they like span um genders and uh uh like i'm trying to think like it's it's like um, so there's so there's different tiers of them and 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 basically what that is it like the the program itself this this is the one exception honestly to this like weird 
sex thing that is like a little weird is they prepare people to be these angels. And the idea is that when the Elohim come down, these are going to be like their geishas, basically. Like it's like a right. like a God, like yeah. a, almost like a diplomatic courtesy to them that they will have these like consorts basically. And then there's like the golden angels, which rail sometimes has sex with and which other people sometimes have sex with and who have sex with each other a lot, but there's not that much known about them that I can say for sure is true because obviously that's not part of, you know, what they tend to advertise. Right. And they're a lot more, uh, I guess, I don't know. They're not as sinister to the general public as something like Scientology. So there's not as much scrutiny around it. I, I I guess what I was trying to say is like, even though rails photographed a lot with like beautiful women, he also is just like, yeah, no, but if you want to like try homosexual stuff, that's cool too. Like, that's yeah. what like, oh, like yeah. I don't know what the rules are for his angels. Cause I feel like he's like, there's trans, I know there's also transgender trans angels yeah, and there's like, there's good. a whole thing. Yeah. It's all good with, uh, with the Raelians, which is like, Kind of, I think it's a lot of that is why they've escaped a lot of the sort of bad reputation that a lot of other culty culty type religions have. I mean, a lot of people don't even call them a cult and they take exception to it, uh, you know, you know, in a much different way than a lot of people uh, like they, a lot of people who are aliens live at home. They don't have the problem where they are asked to be like cut off from their friends and loved ones like you would expect a cult to do right things like right. that like aren't really part of raelianism which is kind of interesting to think about uh but another reason that the sex thing is kind of interesting is because apparently according to rail even the most male identifying elohim are known to be extremely gentle and feminine and ideas like gender amongst raelians are viewed as artificial constructs completely and just considered it totally fluid, right? And that's like how the Elohim think, and they're us. So you know that they're very like, they're a very like you know open-minded group, which I think is kind of cool. I don't know what the deal is with the angels. I hope everything's above board. I don't, you know, I well, don't. Know. Apparently, the 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 reason why this is just what I know from having listened to one coast to coast AM way back when. <laughs> apparently why they don't have or why why they have the angels and why I guess they just don't believe in marriage. Like no. marriage is suppression of women is pretty much what it is. Yeah. No, no doubt is what, is what they say. He's actually okay. So Susan Palmer, who is the lady who who we were reading about, uh, re reading from last week when she was talking about Raelians, uh, she thinks that Rail might even believe that women, uh, are superior to men, uh, because he's known to have said many times that if women were in charge, there would be no war, uh. And because on many different occasions, Raelians are like very often seen at like women's rights uh, marches and stuff like that. Feminist religious demonstrations, uh, stuff like that. And even one time there was like a school or something that was like banning condoms from being available to students because they thought it encouraged them to have sex with each other, uh, even though it was supposed to be like. You know, if you're going to do it anyway, we can't stop you. So be safe. Right. That's the original intent. Right. Sure. So even one time they were like actually like 
there was like a big thing where they like posted up outside the school and were like giving out condoms to the kids with like Raelian literature on them and stuff, which is kind of interesting. Right. Uh, but, uh, to the Raelians, sex is intended as the opposite of violence and exploring your sexuality is synonymous with gaining wisdom and intelligence. Uh, and there, but, but along those lines, they're also like super serious about consent they reject monogamy and marriage, like you said, and uh, they look to cloning not just as a way of furthering our lives, but also as a means of evolving us so that we don't have to base our sexual relationships with others around procreation. And they want to render procreation obsolete uh, and to be replaced with like cloning as needed, right? Uh, gotcha. But another <clears throat> controversial thing about them is that their symbol, if you've never seen it before, is literally a swastika inside of a Star of David. I, well, I don't know if you've seen it. You can look it up if you I want. Not. It's super weird. It right it's literally now. a Star of David. And then inside it is a swastika. Uh, it's weird. It's controversial. It's likely a big part of the reason why they haven't been able to build their embassy in the Middle East anywhere like they really want to. As literally, I don't I can't think of one person one type of person, even a Nazi would hate that. But like everybody would hate that. Like, I don't know. I don't know somebody who would see a star of David with a with a swastika inside. Who's like, wow. But yeah. speaking of literally what you just said. Yeah. Um, in 1992, the Raelian movement altered their symbol, replacing the central swastika with a swirling shape. They said they did this. At the request from the Elohim because they wanted to establish negotiations with Israel to build an extraterrestrial embassy. You're absolutely yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. But, but you know what? They changed it back. And it's not it's not the swirl is like out of date now. Uh, but now I want you guys to just really? quickly. I want you guys to. That's why yeah, I want you guys were wishy washy on that. They were like, you know what? We do. <laughs> I guess so. They, they sort of like they sort of like just Xbox lived it like they just sort of like <laughs> like we take it back. <laughs> yeah, they did. After like a couple years, they just took it back. Uh, so now I wanted you to just. Take a look at this video I just sent you guys. It's 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 a, a recruitment video for one of their happiness academy events. And uh, this just gives you an idea of their vibe. You don't have to watch this whole thing. It's literally one of those cult videos where like, uh, you know, it's just like weird, jangly, like Christian rock music type yeah. music and just like hot people like hanging out uh, in like large groups, which kind of gives me anxiety right now. Is that him? No. Uh, maybe okay. maybe talking in front of everybody at the beginning. Yeah, I think that might yeah. be him. Uh, but uh, Did you just say hot people hang out in large groups gives you anxiety. It does. <laughs> in 2021. Come on. Uh, but if you go towards. Oh, the, yep. All just in me. Everybody's topless. Yeah. But if all you right. get towards the end of it. Yeah. It starts to go real sexy. Like it starts to get. You see like it's a real sexy. That's 42 seconds in. It's just. Tits. Well, towards the end, you see like maybe two people fucking on the side. Like it's, Ooh, it's crazy. Right. We're, we're fast forwarding. Uh but anyway, uh, as you watch that, if you and if you see anything and you guys can, I'll send you guys the link to this uh, listeners if you guys want. We can I'll drop that in Reddit. Uh, but today's stuff that we're going to be going over a little more because there's still a lot to go, by the way. Get ready. <laughs> it's a weird video. It's dude. a weird video. It's uh, a weird video. Oh, whoa. You saw it, right? OK. It's like pe- that was fast. Yeah, that was like lightning quick. That went from man singing on stage to woman singing on stage to there's a bed on the stage yeah. and they're on yeah. top of each other. And there's a lot of people there, right? It's pretty, sp- there's a, that's like a whole stadium. Yeah. It's like a theater of people. Yeah. Uh, so it's, it's real. Like this is, this is what's going <laughs> is on. That a, 
they got like a projection screen and I think they got a camera really close. Oh man, yeah. what? This looks like CoxCon. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, un- <laughs> <laughs> I'm uncomfortable with the amount of like, like skeezy dudes. Like, I, there's it, a lot of skeezy. I think that might just be because um, we're from LA and we know what those dudes truly are. Yes. You know what I mean? Like there's a <laughs> lot of skeezy look. Not like, uh, like, hey man, I'm just here to celebrate. There's a lot of dudes who are like, yeah, 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 yeah. No, I believe. Aliens. Nice boobs. I mean, nice aliens. <laughs> uh, but anyway, today's the, the, the stuff that we're going to go into next and I'll, I'll, I'll lay out a lot more, uh, but it, we're, I want to shout out a Vice article called UFO Religion. The Raelians know they're quite out there uh, by Jack Hutchcraft, uh, as well as just a bunch of historical information that I found on Wikipedia and then cross checked with like several sources. So I have references for everything. I have a link to the Vice article for you, Mathis, for later. Oh, um, yeah. Uh, but first things first, let's pick up where we left off on the history and then we'll look at things a little closer. Right. Uh, so first of all, here's a recording of a song called, Sir, Your Wife is Cheating on Me. Sir, Your Wife is Cheating on Me? Yeah. Uh, it's, a, it's a song that, like, because I said he used to be a pop star and, and he was running a car racing magazine, but I thought maybe you would want to hear a little bit of like what his vibe was. You can maybe report back to the listeners a little bit, let them know what kind of song we're talking about here. It's kind of a vibe, honestly. Like, I, I, would, I, would, I would bump this. I'm trying to like match it to some something like I'm trying to like think of something to compare it to. It's definitely it like actually reminds me of like like Mexican music. Yeah, actually, yeah, it has it has a it's a very jaunty. It's very like French pop vibes. Like there's that French like old school cafe music mixed with like the Beatles. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> it's kind of weird. Uh, but like I said last week, he used to be a pop star for a little bit before his manager committed suicide. He was running a car racing magazine. Whoa, 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 whoa. Did either of you watch the end of this video? Y- yes. Yeah. I just, I explained, I literally was talking about the bed on stage. No, They're banging. No, 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 no. I'm talking about uh, Claude, Claude oh. Seller. Oh, sir, this, your wife's this cheating song, on me? This song over the course of this song the image in the background turns into an old man that's right oh my god that's, you're no, right. that's him yeah yeah that's uh that's rail that is Ooh, he's got a weird. steve buscemi look kind of going on i mean he's yes. he's old you know he th- this star this 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 yeah. religion is almost 50 years old that's like almost ancient by now here's my here's my question for both of you yeah it's like whoever animated this did they extend his head to make it seem like he has a giant alien brain at the i end? don't know i don't know i think he like, might just know i think he might just be bald his head cone head and i don't <laughs> know what's going on and it's very weird and alex i'm a little i don't even know Turned i don't on? even know right now turned on hard nipples excited no, are you the next no, raelian angel no, jesse or what i'm thinking okay uh, well fair all, enough at all uh i would like to see you as a raelian angel jesse i'm just saying but although I, hey i'm just gonna say uh my first major exception to the raelians is their newest video three weeks ago is entitled burn your mask to which uh, i say oh, oh i didn't raelians. know that part i didn't know that ooh, part yeah, ooh, <laughs> ooh, <whoa. laughs> Uh, that's not good, guys. That's not good. Uh, Don't burn your masks, dumbass Raelians. If you get if you get inducted into Raelianism off of this episode, don't. Don't ever tell me. Uh, <laughs> don't ever email me either. Uh, but here's a here's a quote. Uh, since you asked about this uh, last week, I looked it up. Uh, and here's a quote about uh, Yahweh, the Elohim, and what he looks like. 
uh, okay. because we were talking about is Jesus a Nordic or whatever. And I think you're going <laughs> to, I think Jesse, based on the conversation that we just had, I think you're going to be very satisfied with this. This is from an article in Playboy magazine from 2004 called the rail world prepare for a close encounter of the nude kind. Uh, and this is, and this is uh this is for Jesse. This is a quote for you to read. <laughs> Great. The affable creature who identified himself as Yahweh in Eloah. That's a singular. From Elohim, right? Uh, The singular of Elohim, Hebrew for those who came from the sky, was described as being about four feet tall with almond shaped eyes. Oh, my God. Long black hair and green suit and a short black beard. In other words, the spitting. Let's just say spitting image. The spitting image of graffiti bridge era prince and if you don't know what graffiti bridge is it's a movie that prince was in and here's a little here's a quick little right his is is sexy elected like you know pimp look if you just yeah so they said the aliens looked like pimp prince exactly like pimp prince uh that's why does that was this was prince one of them he could have been i mean he really put minneapolis on the map in a big way in the 80s right uh (laughs) but yeah so once he met this dude who looked like Prince from <laughs> from Graffiti Bridge uh, and heard what he had to say. Uh, I mentioned last time that he first started a group called Madek and he changed his name to Rail to become the voice of this new movement. Uh, and almost immediately through a newsletter that they ran and continued to run for many years after this called Apocalypse, uh, they started raising money for a book that many Raelians today know so well, they simply call it La Livre. Which which means the book, but the full title is Le Livre qui dit la vérité, or the book that tells the truth, which is like the most Trumpian thing to call a book in the world. But uh, it was it's a truth book. It was published about one year after the uh, encounter that he had allegedly went down. Right, uh, and pretty soon people got a little too hype on the alien aspect of it, more so than the religion aspect of it, uh, which. You know, Rail himself believed to be something much more specific and true than just like an overarching conspiracy about UFO sightings, right? It's not like well, there's no money in UFOs. There's money in religion. Well, he just, he he found that when he started this first group, it was attracting a lot of people, but they were just people who were like, "I seen an alien too," and he's wrong, yeah, right. And he was like getting the people who were like, "Finally, somebody I could tell my story to." Yeah, and so just a few months after starting Madek, once its executives tried to like limit rails power in the group like fucking like taking over the group politically from the inside he called an emergency meeting he fired them all and he replaced them all with his own followers uh i am the senate yeah basically (laughs) and shortly after that he claims the elohim contacted him a second time Uh, but this time they took him to their home planet for 24 hours let him have sex with six biological robot women Saw them, saw them create his own clone and taught him the art of something called sensual meditation, uh, which was all outlined in yet another book that came out in 1975 called Space Aliens Took Me to Their Planet, which, again, he's just I don't know about these book titles, but by this point, <laughs> Madek was so weirded out by what he was doing. He's so creative so far. Right, right. I know. Thing. Like, there's so much creativity in his story. Maybe it just sounds better in French. You know what I mean? Uh, maybe Madek was so weirded out by what he was doing and against him, like as a group in in as a whole, that he broke up Madek in 1976 and like 
rebooted it as a like fully as a religion. It was very strictly controlled. And he called that the Raelian movement or the IRM or whatever it is now. That's the same organization that he started in February of 1976. Uh, in this version, there's a clear hierarchy. He was the indisputable highest authority, kind of like a pope like figure, like any cult. And as the quote guide of guides, this time it operated much more like religions as we know them, much more recognizable, like sort of like outlined belief system, ritual practices, all the hallmarks of an actual religion rather than like an organization that publishes a newsletter. Right. Uh also in 1976 was when they expanded to Canada because uh, they have a largely French speaking population in Canada in Quebec uh, before eventually translating both of those books. Uh, the book that tells the truth. And I went to aliens, space aliens took me to their planet or whatever uh, <laughs> into an English edition uh, as one volume and then was later republished with the equally shitty title. The message given to me by extraterrestrials. They took me to their planet. Wow. And eventually also was again rebranded as the very scary sounding the final message. All the same book. See that there he got it on that one. Finally. Like that's a good title. It's a better title. I don't know that I love it. I don't know that it's you know, we can workshop it's, it's, it some more. I guess you're right. Maybe it's good when paired up to the rest of what he's come forward right. with. Uh but he's also published a lot of other books over the years. And just in case you were curious whether or not he ever got better better at titling his books. He did not, uh, as evidenced by 1978's Geneocracy, Government for the <laughs> Geneocracy, Government of the People, for the People, by the Geniuses, uh, and 1979's <laughs> Let's Welcome Our Fathers from Space, and 1980's Sensual Meditation, none of which did any favors for their public image, I can imagine. Uh, but this <laughs> did not stop them from continuing to grow their flock, and by 1990, Raelians had also sent missionaries out to Japan, where they have a big following, Africa and Australia, uh, and kind of spread out from there. There's a lot of Korean Raelians as well as Japanese ones now, too. Uh, and they purchased a campground called Eden in the south of France. Uh, but then we get into some very murky years. Uh, in 1984, okay. he took a break from the public eye for an entire year. Uh, in 1985, his wife left him and renounced realism, and he partnered with a Japanese follower called Lisa Songawa until the early 90s. Uh, shortly thereafter, after being convinced by a number of wealthy Japanese Raelians that getting back into motor racing would generate good publicity for the movement, he competed in uh, some events in the, in the 90s and the 2000s on the condition that the funding never came from member tithes or embassy funding. So it was all just rich people that wanted him to race, basically. <laughs> all right. Uh, and he didn't really suck at it, actually. He had a third place finish uh, in GT1 at Lime Rock in a Mosler Raptor in 1997. He finished seventh in the FIA GT 1999 race at Watkins Glen in a Viper GTSR. Uh, and then he finally retired in 2001, though he's on record saying that he loves playing racing video games to this day. Uh, but, Good for him. But honestly, the strangeness just never ends, guys. Uh, so before we get into the big mystery, which is going to dominate this cult, uh, here's five more random details that blew my mind. And I know this is going to be a long episode, but I really couldn't do three episodes on this because it seemed crazy. Uh, in uh, 19 no, not yeah. seemed. Not seemed. Is. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, in 1992... 
The church also purchased uh, 115 hectares uh, of land in Quebec, which they call the Garden of the Prophet. Originally, this housed a publicly visitable alien museum called the UFO Land, starting in 1997, which was intended to raise money for the embassy as a tourist attraction, uh, which they eventually intended to build for the Elohim. They wanted to build this embassy, so they thought, we'll make a theme park for aliens. That's a museum. Uh, But it closed only uh, four years later in 2001 because it made like zero (laughs) dollars. Wow, surprise. Yeah, but 1997 was actually a pretty big year for rail as just one month after the announcement that Dolly the Sheep was successfully cloned from a mammary gland cell at the University of Edinburgh. uh, (laughs) The May 31st issue of New Scientist magazine carried an article announcing that the international railing movement was starting a company to fund the research and development of human cloning, which started a huge international ethics debate resulting in rail speaking about it in front of Congress in 2001. So back also back in 1998 during a training camp uh, at the same compound, the garden of the prophet rail announced that Elohim had visited him again for a third time in December of 1997 to start an all new female secret society within the movement known as we were talking about them earlier, the order of rails angels, for the purpose of training women as consorts for the Elohim when they arrive on Earth. Uh, in 2001, Rail married a 16-year-old second-generation Raelian ballet student, uh, Sophie uh, de Niverville in Montreal. Uh, but it's not what you think, apparently, because, but maybe it is. I don't know, because he, he claims it was just to help them cross borders as he gave seminars in Asia like between the countries uh, because they separated less than a, less than a year later. Uh, though they did live together for a little while after that. Uh, but they like did it. They went on the tour and then they like weren't married anymore. Uh, and then finally, about a year after that, uh, after a disturbing incident where a man, quote, vandalized and ransacked the Garden of the Prophet in November of 2002, uh, which also contained all the condos where the Raelian leadership lived. So this was like home turf terrorism, according to Rail. Uh, Rail was quoted as attributing this to something called the Abraham Project uh, and Mathis. This is uh, I'm going to give you a quote to read, which contains both some info from the Abraham Project. It involves some info from Rail himself and from Susan Palmer, who wrote that same book that I was talking about earlier. Uh, So here's a quote for you, Mathis. Just go ahead and crush that one for me. All right. It is highly probable that I may be the victim of an assassination in the near future. The fact that I am mentioning it today is one way to try and stop it. As one of our highly ranked spies told us, the American secret services linked to the CIA and their French equivalents have a secret department called the Abraham Project that is in charge of political assassinations of people who are too disturbing by mentally ill people groomed by audio systems planted in their walls. Quote, seemingly coming from God, asking them to kill, unquote. When the time is ripe, they will receive a visit from an agent disguised as a celestial messenger with fluorescent eye, wait, with fluorescent eye lenses, white wigs, or luminous stones, <laughs> who will give them a firearm and direct them to kill him because he <laughs> preaches atheism and is the I creator of a dangerous sect <laughs> and is responsible for human cloning. Mathis. It is I, the voice of God. God, 
I, I never thought you'd come to me. I tried to talk to Satan, but I, no, I guess you forgive me, me. dude. I'm, <laughs> I'm outside. Open right the there. door. I'm I'm the guy with the with the stones. <laughs> Have you seen white my hair. white wig? <laughs> but you know what? That, we know Take that's this cra- gun, Mathis. We know Take that's this oh. gun and do my do my oh, wow. justice. Shoot oh, the America pop star. America has been right all along. <laughs> Shoot the pop star. Uh, no, America would never you take advantage take of people rail, who Mathis. are dumb to further their power. No, no American would ever take advantage of people with no education to cement their power in this country. Never. What? Never. No, that that never sounds <clears throat> like the story of a far-fetched political thriller. Yeah, especially just to kill the guy who invented cloning. Uh, and you know what? Coincidentally enough, that is exactly what we're going to talk about now, since I'm sure it's been sticking out in both your minds since I mentioned human cloning in the first place. It's kind of a weird thing for an alien cult to be all in on. And let me tell you, they went all the fuck in on this. Uh, so let's quickly jump back to 1997 again for a second. Rail was establishing a company which at the time was called Valiant Venture Limited to explore commercial applications for human cloning and was expected to have over one million potential customers. Uh, when the dust settled, what actually got started was a company founded in the Bahamas called CloneAid uh, and installed as its founder, co-founder, director and spokesperson was Dr. Brigitte Boisselier. Aurelian Bishop, who claimed two chemistry degrees and was previously a marketing director for a chemical company in France. Uh, by 1998, Clonade had relocated to Las Vegas. Never a good sign. And while they didn't <laughs> at the time have enough funds for cloning research, they said a, they said cloning a human would only cost them about two hundred thousand dollars, which was wild because at the same time at Texas A&M, where they were trying to clone just a dog. Their estimate was closer to two and a half million dollars just to do that one clone. Damn. Uh, so he's he's saying not only do we have this in the bag, it's going to be one tenth the price and a million people are going to do it. So in September of 2000, Rail announced that he finally found a wealthy American couple who would fund the project for one point five mil in order to clone their daughter who had died at 10 months old due to a, quote, medical mistake, but that the wife didn't want to be the surrogate. Right. So experts were doubtful, but the media frenzy was like real. This was like a big deal. In spring of 2001, the criminal investigations office of the FDA headed down uh, to a town called Nitro, West Virginia, nice. uh, where supposedly CloneAid was operating a cloning facility uh, in a room they were renting at a formal local high school. What? <laughs> Inside, what Wait, they're running a they're running a cloning facility. It's a good a high school. school. It okay. was it's a former high school, and now it's a cloning facility. <laughs> oh my god! Inside, I imagine opening the door and just half like dead fetuses in jars, like growing. Do you want to know what they fucking found? Inside, oh they found god. a graduate student who was extracting ovum from cow ovaries that they got from a slaughterhouse, and a bunch oh of ed, uh, like cutting edge, real lab equipment that was purchased by former West Virginia State Legislator Mark Hunt who wanted to clone his 10-month-old son, Andrew, who died two years earlier due to complications from congenital heart disease. And after being severely grilled for it, Mark Hunt made an agreement with the FDA that he would not clone his dead son in the United States. Uh, that's, how, that's how serious the FDA was about this. Uh, that same March, Boisselier, the co-founder of CloneAid, announced that they would be implanting a cloned fetus into a surrogate mother the following month and that the cells had reached the blastocyst state, 
But she wouldn't give any specifics other than that the lab they were doing it in would be outside the U.S., uh, so not on American soil, and that they had developed cloned embryos before anyone else claiming to have done so, though the work remained unpublished. Because they didn't want anybody to take I'm their secrets. I'm trying to like vaguely remember this happening on the news because this is what, 2000 when? Uh, like, Three? Oh, Two? 2001, 2002, but I'm about to slam you with a, with a memory bomb pretty soon. All right, uh, I'm ready. Almost a year and a half later, in December of 2002, a press conference was called in Hollywood, Florida, of all places, and Boisselier appeared in front of journalists to announce the birth of the first ever human clone, a girl called oh, Eve, I, who was delivered yeah. by cesarean section and that both the mother... Uh, and the baby were safe and healthy. However, she did not produce either of them in person and would not offer any sort of DNA proof of cloning either because she was like, this is our secret way, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, this event resulted in a raid of their Korean branch, Biofusion Tech, uh, by Korean authorities and opened a discussion, a real one, uh, which I think Clinton was still present at the time, about banning human cloning altogether in the United States, uh, which many worried would actually end the use of therapeutic cloning research, which had been making really huge strides like that's, you know, right. like uh, stem cells and stuff like that. They were worried yep. that these fucking idiots who were like, we cloned a baby, but it's our secret. We're going to like <laughs> destroy the idea of stem cells, which was like <laughs> horrific. Uh, but also more unexpectedly, the announcement also resulted in a wave of concern for the little girl, Eve, the clone, who may or may not be in the possession of, as far as most people know, a very weird UFO, uh, UFO cult. Uh, and in Florida, an attorney called Bernard Siegel filed the petition as a private citizen in Broward County, very famous county in Florida, if you are watching the news these days, uh, trying to get the court to appoint a temporary guardian for Eve. So he was like, well, if they clone someone... At the very least, let's get this baby a guardian to make sure that she's safe, right? Yeah. This resulted in a month-long court case in which Boisselier testified that Eve was born outside the U.S. and currently living in Israel, but she still refused to prove the kid existed. Uh, but apparently the, the parents were supposedly 31-year-old woman and her infertile husband, and they were said to be en route to the U.S. for a DNA test that same day. Uh, but under the guise of protecting their privacy and security, nothing ever came of it. So the attorney uh, subpoenaed clone aid vice president Thomas Kainzig for a civil proceeding in January of 2003, at which he refused to testify. So he showed up, did not testify. This went back and forth for a long time. Clone aid giving him the runaround in court, out of court, making press releases, all this stuff. And they were attributing the delay to the parents not wanting the baby tested. Uh, but they did announce that the next baby was going to belong to a Dutch lesbian couple and that things were getting so wild at this point. SNL actually made a sketch about this. So I'm going to actually link you guys to an SNL sketch featuring Rail and Brigitte Boisselier that you can look at right now. Check that out. It's crazy. It's like it's like Fred Armisen and uh, Amy Poehler or something. I can't remember exactly who it, who it is. Oh, no, it's oh, Chris wow. Kattan and Amy Poehler. Yeah. And they they bring the baby on in in the in the sketch. And it's Rachel Dratt with like a baby arm coming out of her head and spit drooling out of her mouth. And they're like, this is, <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> this is their fucked up clone, et cetera, et cetera. And th I mean, this was this was a big deal. This was on SNL. This was like, yeah, that's I mean, that's that, this was yeah. in the national consciousness at the time. Uh, and anyway, Eventually, a judge from Florida called John Frusciante Sr., who 
yes, actually is the biological father of the Red Hot Chili Peppers guitarist, John Frusciante. Got, Hell yeah. got Kainzig to reveal over the phone that not only was he completely cut. This is the guy, the vice president of Clonade. He got him to reveal that he actually was not, he had no knowledge of the cloning process. He was completely cut out of that. Uh, but that Clonade wasn't actually even really a corporation. Right? Okay. So this caused Boisselier to come back to court again and testify that she had watched <laughs> videos of the clone child, slightly walking back her story. And while allegedly the parents of Eve never allowed her to be tested, there was still plenty of quote unquote cloning to come from Clonade. Right? Just one day after the original Eve announcement, Boisselier also mentioned four other clones that were about to be born that after the first 10 uh, were finished within the year, like they were going to have 10 in that first year, another 20 were coming the next year, all clones and never showed any evidence, never gave anybody any sort of info. Uh, But another uh, Raelian spokesperson called Bart Overvliet said that the Dutch lesbian couple finally did end up getting their baby but in that case the mother had the mother had given birth to her own clone like the baby was a clone of the mother and that somehow this was legal in the netherlands because while they forbade human cloning they didn't forbid the birth of baby clones so they allegedly impregnated her with this clone sent her home. embryo somewhere else. And then she went home to the Netherlands and gave birth to her own clone, according to Clonade. Uh, in Japan, another Raelian spokeswoman claimed that the first ever boy clone was copied from a Japanese couple's two-year-old comatose son. Uh, and that this process was somehow different to their previous one because it used a surrogate's injected egg instead of the actual mother's egg. Uh, and then a fifth and sixth clone were said to have been born in Korea and Australia. Uh, but legal action and skepticism continued to confront them at every turn until basically they were laughed into obscurity. And that is all that we ever heard of clone aid. Until. <laughs> no. Until no. September 8th, 2018. Okay. Yes. When an interview. Modern times. Was published on YouTube on a channel called DJ Vlad with a SoundCloud rapper <laughs> called Kid Boo, when he's asked whether it's true or not he was originally born in New Jersey, here is what he said. And Jesse, if you would be so kind as to read... Why you gotta make me read this? <laughs> Why I gotta be the guy? Just, just oh go ahead and crush God. that one. All right. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, originally... Yeah, so are you from New Jersey? Gen, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Originally, my first gen... I'm a second gen now. That's why you see the celebrity births say I'm born in Toronto, but that's false. My first gen was born in Jersey, however. I was cloned by Clonade in Canada. My model number is 0112568 if anyone wants to see the registration and cloning. I believe in a new norm now. I believe in a new norm through the creation of synthesis and DNA that we can live like immortal through clones and transfer our consciousness and i'm living proof now shout out clone (laughs) (laughs) what happened with my first gen is they took the skull because he initially had written in the will to the raelian movement that if something were to happen to him they can ship the skull over immediately to clone aid so they can remove a fragment of bone that's located here and that fragment bone i'm actually pointing it's right here here. right in the front 
Yeah. And a fragment of bone stores all your memories and consciousness. Wow. And with that, they can make a sufficient replica of yourself, a reproductive version of you, including your memories, and you can be selective as to which ones. Oh, a little bit of Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind uh, addition to the clone gens. Uh, this pro- oh, he also says this process has been around for quite some time. Like Dolly the Sheep was cloned in the late 70s or early 80s, if I'm not mistaken. I shouldn't say too much. This is going to be broadcast on the Internet. Uh, and I have the link to the whole interview where he just continues to talk about this for some time. It's very it's I shouldn't talk about this. Let me talk. It's about fucking, it. fucking great. Like the, the host, obviously, it's like he was just interviewing this rapper who was like putting out music. You know what I mean? And the guy, the guy who he's talking to, like, it's so funny. He's like, OK, he's like, oh, <laughs> uh. Cool. Uh, DJ Vlad, I actually have watched, but only the he ones where he interviews like the high ranking ex mob mem- mafia members. Like those are the ones that I find interesting. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I like how he supposedly escaped from a cloning facility, but he became a famous rapper. And so nobody stopped him. Yeah. Uh, but we don't know for <clears throat> sure if he's making that up because he also told XXL magazine uh, this other thing. Another quote. And this is the math is. Why don't you close this right, out? I got you. you. Don't don't tell me this guy might be lying. Close, close this out with this. Uh, with this little quote here. All right. Let's see. Uh, not exactly lying. Okay. <clears throat> I did undergo a brainwashing process that did erase and eliminate a lot of things that are considered negative. The reason for it is to make me the conscious individual I am today. It eliminates anything that is aggressive in the mind that, uh, that is just going to be toxic to you or to your livelihood. For that reason, a lot of stuff is really hard to remember. Even stuff from my childhood. Yeah. Uh, I think that scene, but like, what? Go on. Yes, you're about to say this is nonsense. Yes. Yeah, but it's just like even even under the under the pretense that we buy this, removing negative shit is the negative shit is what teaches you lessons, brother. Like that's how you learn and become an adult. You remove that, you remove the lesson. It's also a fallacy of cloning. It's not you anymore. Then, bro. Yeah, yeah. It's an entirely different person. Exactly. You're, 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 you I mean, but what do you like? If you found out that all the SoundCloud rappers were actually just like half brainwashed clones that can't remember half their lives. I believe the it. That's finally real. makes sense. It. Yeah. 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 And I mean, that's we went from alien jizz to Kid Boo, the rapper. Uh, <laughs> and that's that's why this is the craziest episode that I've ever made. Yeah, I, if, if you want to deep dive into the Raelians, good luck. I mean, I feel like um, we went pretty deep, but there's a lot more to look at in terms of like yeah, I, what they believe and stuff like that. I will simply say that like on the surface, it seems totally harmless and like kind of silly, but like there's definitely culty shit underneath it. Like, to say there isn't it, a lot of people are like, well, you know, it's kind of a silly movement. Like it's a cult. Let's not. It's even not. Yeah, it's, yeah, a cult. it's not that it's it's not that it's not a cult. Right. Like it, it almost <laughs> exactly. certainly is a cult, but they it's just odd because they don't have the tropes that a lot of cults have on the surface. Like people are free to leave the church. People are free to join the church. People are free to be members of the church and not like live on the premises. Like it's an international movement all over the globe. They don't really like they ask for money, but it's not necessary to give money. There's not like a pay to play ascension program in the in the cult. Um, And it's just you just you know, Alex, you just have a natural talent to shill. I'm not shilling. I'm just saying like, I know, but it's just like, you know, you're selling me. You know, it's not. But here's the thing on the the flip side. Sure, it's all those things, but also 
It is, if you look at who's in it, the people we were talking yeah. about in the videos, things like that, especially the gentleman, I'll go on a limb and say like, this might be the, a lot of people that you see, you're like, I think this is the place where they feel like they fit in and I don't yeah. see them ever leaving of their own free will because this is a lot of them seem to have that sort of like, I don't know. I'm going to say weird vibe, but you know what I mean? Well, like, yeah, but like Alex, an out there Venice beach guy who wears like yes, white linens and yes. has a crystal. Yeah. <laughs> as, as I mean, like, like you said though, no matter what the aliens, no matter how they act are cult and cult by nature, prey on people who are vulnerable to that kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, so it's yeah, a, that's it, what you're going to find. It's a fine, yeah. it's a fine yeah, line between exactly. cult and religion at that point. But it's just interesting because of all the cults, these are the ones that seem to know how to do PR the best because so far, the conversation well, is never about, yeah how bad or dangerous they are. The conversation is always about their activism or their, or how wackadoo they are with clones. stuff or this like crazy clone scheme. Uh, you know, and so, you know, there's, I, I, it's, it's weird how transparent they are for a cult. And sure, I, yeah. I, I and also, yeah, unlike, unlike most cults, they're not apocalyptic. Like they don't have an, I mean, I guess they set 2035 for some damn reason, but most cults are like, in eight years, the world shall end. And these people are like, yeah, you know, like, let's get really drunk and like a uh, spaceship. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> and, and, but it's it's weird. Like, they're not really anti other religions. They right because they view them all as part of their story. Right. Like, they're like, oh, you guys are like from this time that a prophet came and like created this belief system to try and make people good. And this one. And now we're just at the point where we're telling you the truth and it's aliens and they're coming and it's. 14 years so you better start building and you better learn how to fuck them good because they're gonna want it you know and like dude you know what part of me hopes that they're right and the aliens do show up in 14 years would you join the uh, real angels if you it's could it's not gonna happen it's not if, it's simply if, not if gonna the aliens happen aliens showed up then uh, yeah i'd be like all right rails angels let's go you want to be one Teach of those me. consorts yeah, yeah you're I'll gonna be a concubine alien. you're gonna be a concubine an alien concubine uh, okay not a concubine a consort Whatever, man. Get me, on, get me on the ins with the aliens because they're going to be the ones that keep me alive. Yeah. Do you think you guys are worthy of eternal cloning? Do you think that the Elohim no. who's tracking oh, you? Yes. No, so I know I'm not. I absolutely am. And I you know should I'm have not. that confidence. I haven't earned it one bit. Can't wait. Dude, I love the next video queued up for me now that I watched that is Kid Boo on being a clone and how to blow up as a new artist. Yeah, he also like <laughs> he also got in like some crazy fights with Black China when he was dating Black China for a while. Like Amazing. It's, it's he's a wild he's a he's a he's like a person if you want to go on a deep dive like he is he is a strange cat let me put it that way uh, I don't you know what you don't even have to say more I believe you yeah look drugs man drugs right you well, know we're gonna go now and do a mini soda everybody and uh, speaking of immortality I have actually have a topic that kind of touches on that immortal topic yes so. and like I said I'm gonna be putting a button in a long going mini sewed topic. So if you guys want I'm the excited. surprise conclusion, uh, I've got it for you on the mini sewed. Do you think you could become immortal, like internet immortal? Immortal? You already are by YouTube videos being out there, man. I got yeah, two words for you, YouTube baby. Be gone. One day YouTube will be gone. Can Fair. you ever become truly immortal? Well, I mean, if you think about the fact that when the sun explodes, we're all going to just... That's what I'm saying. But like, what if we sent out a video into space? We need to upload our channel to another, like an alien YouTube is what you're saying. Like, yeah, we, what right. I'm saying is what if we shot this over to Alpha Centauri right now? Like Soma? And Galaxy they heard Quest this stuff this and they were like, 
Ooh, Snorg, did you hear the latest Illuminati? And they're like, yes, episode one was fantastic because they're just getting it. To be on yeah, they're just getting it. Podcast. Right. They are the best podcast of them all. Five <laughs> reptiles, hammer, I will have my revenge. Calm down, Bork Knots. <laughs> Good lord. We got to go record a mini so, gentlemen. It's been a long one. Thank you, Alex, for two episodes of Wild Alien Insanity that covered way more than I expected Patreon. to cover. Patreon.com slash Illuminati Pod. Yep, that's where we're going to go uh, do our mini-sode and uh, so we get your ad-free episodes. Thank you so much for uh, listening. We love you, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye! Anyway, me and my wife were sitting outside indulging on our porch one night, enjoying ourselves. I needed to go to the bathroom, so I stepped back inside, and after a few moments, I hear my wife go, Holy shit, get out here! So I quickly dash back outside, and she's looking up at the sky in awe. I look up too, and there's a perfect line of dozen lights traveling across the sky.